Hey there, it's Colette LaBarbera and Bridget Whitney. We are pretty pumped to invite you to eavesdrop while we chat with some of our favorite badasses in and beyond the hockey world. The arena goal horn doesn't blow when people have success off the ice, so we want to blow it here. Did you say blow? Oh, I might have. Claudette likes to rap while eating kale and chewing healthy juice on our way to Super Momit, sell real estate, or change the world one philanthropic moment at a time. Bridge smashes coffee and makes up the words to her favorite songs, needs to set an alarm on her phone for almost every appointment in life because she's always late. She's busy managing her three kids, dancing addiction, and website for pro hockey families. If we lived together, we would high-five each other at 4.45 a.m. when I'm just getting up and Bridget is headed to bed, each a vampire in our own right. Both of us love our families, each other, and our insanely awesome hockey community. So pour yourselves a drink of choice and saddle up because the boys aren't the only ones with stories. Today on Our Hockey Life, we are diving into the juice with Calgary's own Michelle McGratton. She's a fitness junkie, certified nutrition coach, and creator of The Michelle Method. She has done it all while navigating the hockey journey alongside former NHL enforcer and current member of the Calgary Flames player development staff, Brian McGratton. Hi, Michelle. Long time no see. Yeah. Like how many days is it? Well, yeah, I guess kind of like aside from social distancing. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Do you guys live close to each other? Uh, It's not far, but it's not close. Okay. Yeah, it's a good 20. I can, I can get there in 20. I've got yeah. it down to a science now. Yeah, Calgary's so spread out, right? So, yeah. It's, it's not too bad. But it's not yeah. like you're around the corner and you can, like, drive by and honk every day. No. no. Okay. Yeah. But we make it work. Yeah, yeah. we make it work. Yeah. It's not too bad. With the, with the quarantine stuff, it's like the drive-bys and those types yeah. of things. <laughs> they, all the girls came up. It was my son's fifth birthday. And uh, they all drove, did a little parade for him. It was freaking... I, I, I didn't know about it either. I was super shocked and I was freaking sobbing like a child. Aww. And uh, it was the cutest thing ever, but it was so awesome good. for Gabe. Cause it's just tough, right? Like for the kids right now. And yeah. it I is love so that. awesome. I love that. I, I cry every time I see any of those. Yeah, my, I know. I had, both of my girls had birthdays too. So we did something yeah. similar for our youngest, but you just get like weepy. I don't know. It's I, know. So, yeah. I didn't expect I to get all emotional and we were driving <laughs> and then I saw him on the sidewalk and everyone's honking and all of a sudden I'm like, why am I crying right now? <laughs> I know. I know. I know. You know what I think it is, as I'm realizing too, is that it's like the good people are being so good to each other and that makes me emotional too like it doesn't make me sad it makes me so happy and people are just good and when they're making an extra effort I think that's what's so cool right totally I totally agree even around yeah. the neighborhood here they're doing really cute stuff like you know leaving food out and puzzles and, and like, like take one leave one type of thing or if you really need it just take it and some you know around the corner they, this guy has a money tray to like yeah, leave money yeah. for those in need just like really really nice stuff that is cute that's very yeah. trustworthy. You're just leaving out a tray of cash. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. His name, he left. You live like, in no, church? He, Where do you live? I know, I know, right? And he left a note and he said, you know, my, my name's Scott. And if you guys need anything, just call me. And a couple of my girlfriends were like, so what does Scott look like? Is Scott hot? Like, yeah, what Scott. is, what's, is what's Scott all about? Like, like, yeah. Like, I think he's a 65 year old man. And sorry, so that was. Scott's funny. a hot priest. He's taking the right? election in the neighborhood. <laughs> we are, totally. Michelle and I already had a friend that was dating a priest for a bit. So I don't know. Yep. We absolutely did. We've done yeah. the priest thing. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Well, He's a- have you guys, did you guys watch Fleabag? I know Kodak, you don't watch TV, but you <laughs> should for sure fucking watch Fleabag. No. What Michelle, is it? have you? Oh no. What is? Okay. Well no. then we'll talk again about hot priests. Okay. But, okay. Um, awesome. <laughs> I'm in. 
It's and hilarious. Then, it's like British comedy, it's 30 <laughs> minutes long, but it's just funny. And that yeah. British humor is freaking spot on. It's out there. And really yeah. brash. It's I know all about funny. it. My dad is uh, from Liverpool. So he was actually oh, born really? in Africa. Yeah, we're British. No and, um, and then Brian finished off his last year over there. Oh which was like super, yeah. When we get into the hockey talk, we'll talk about that. But yeah, and that's my mom's from Hamilton. So, you know. So you're and born I just, and raised in Hamilton. Born and raised, man. Yeah, yeah. it's actually, you know, I, I said it's coming along. It's a little bit uh, better than it used to be, but it's still town. My mom worked in the steel industry forever in like in accounts payable and stuff. So she had a pretty, a pretty solid job, but she was working a lot when I was young. And uh, yeah, growing up, I never like saw it as like, ooh, it's Hamilton because I didn't know any better other than going to like England and stuff, right? We're just like, yeah, this is it, right? But then when you start to like travel and explore, you're like, oh yeah, there definitely are like some pretty nice places out there, right? Yeah, we're Um, from small towns too though, but I think that's kind of normal. You're from a small town and then you get to adventure a little bit and then you fall into places. You realize that your little city is not the only city in the world. Yes, exactly. So no, Bryce, we're both from the Hammer and... uh, yeah. So, I mean, he doesn't like going back as much as I do. Like we have a lot of family and stuff that come and visit us, but he, um, you guys know that how Ray Emery passed away. So that was Brian's best buddy. And, uh, ever since we had that funeral experience a couple of years ago, he, he won't go back. So oh, it's almost like a so bit bad. of, yeah, it was a really awful, just like it, the whole thing. It was so sad. Like just is it really, just associated more with like bad than good for him now? Like going yeah. home? For sure. Yeah. And I think that brings back feelings. And so for Brian, Brian's sober. He's been sober 11 years too. And I think also that component too, like he, you know, he only has a small handful of close friends. He got rid of everybody during that time. Mm -hmm. Uh, He had to like ditch everyone. So it's just a, it's, you know, for family and stuff, it's awesome. Like we get to go back and be with everyone, but for him, there's like a whole nother component going home. And I think it brings back a lot of shit for him. Yeah. So especially with Ray's passing, it's brought back a whole nother walk of, of, of things. So what age did he leave Hamilton? God, I want to say he was, I don't even know. When did they start OHL? When's that happen? 16. The junior? 16. So it must've been then. And yeah. he hopped around. I think he was like the most traded player in the, in the OHL, <laughs> if that's even possible. <laughs> like it's like a record breaker or something yeah. like that. So I think he was like Mississauga. I can't remember if it was the Sioux or somewhere out there. Um, okay. He kind of bounced around for sure. A lot of politics involved, as I can imagine. Yeah. yeah. I always like to think of any sort of trade when there's players that have played for a lot of teens. I'm like, that's because they're wanted. They yeah. were wanted on that. Right. I never exactly. look at it as they were, someone was trying to get rid of them. I'm always right. like, yeah. no, somebody wanted, wanted you. Yeah. Totally. Clearly they, yeah. someone yeah. who's lived in a few NHL cities myself. Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, for but not him, traded. it was like, yeah, but not traded. Just one he, trade. Um, which was funny because like, you only had one trade, Bridge. Yeah, Ray signed as a, just one trade. It was near the end of the season and um, all the rest were free agency signings. Which is wild for 23 years. Wild. Wild. That's that's pretty impressive. That's like like, Katie Katie and Matt. They've only been on two teams, right? Toronto and Calgary, which is so amazing. He played a thousand games. Yeah, Yeah, that is amazing. We were on, I mean, we were in eight different, eight different NHL teams, but in the beginning, like the first six years were up and down in the minors. So there were, and those teams moved all the time. So the first six years were up and down and across the States and back and who knew, like we didn't know. Totally. And then it settled totally. into NHL group. And mm-hmm. still. Oh, that's, that's really great though. Yeah. No, yeah. And then when, what was your, when was your age? Like your first, bleh, okay. When was your first taste of leaving Hamilton? What age were you? God, I was young. Like, so I was like doing some stuff in Toronto. So I was like basically working in Toronto and commuting back and forth. Cause I couldn't freaking afford to live there. Cause like who could at like, you know, whatever I had a career in publishing. So okay. I worked for, 
Yeah. I was like, do you remember Oxygen Magazine, Bridge? Like, and oh. Muscle Mag? Yeah. You've heard of yeah. Muscle Mag? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. So that was like my first, you know, big girl job at a university. Awesome. I was there probably just for over a year as assistant editor. And then Terry, who used to work there as well, he started his own magazine called Inside, Fit- Inside Fitness. Okay. So he had me come over, super small team to start. There were like two or three of us. And uh, yeah, then it grew and grew and grew. So that was my, my job. I was the advertising director for the magazine. Awesome. And did a lot of writing. It was wicked. It was such a cool experience. And I got to travel a ton and go to all the fitness shows and do the whole thing. And that's when I got into that whole, the fitness. It's, well, world. yeah, everything kind of seems to be like ebbing together. Well, yeah, you know, at least for like sure. you have, I mean, you grew up in, with a dad that was an athlete and then yep. you were a little soccer player yourself. Yeah, so always totally. think that. That's yeah, cool. it was, and then you played. It was you played in college. I, I love when it kind of yeah. the path kind of comes together and yeah, it's so it's cool. Yeah, like I didn't expect track. like I, I did dance too. I, I did dance and soccer, which was like two polar opposite things, <laughs> and it was wild. So I ended up quitting dancing at eighteen because it was just like. But I think your daughter's in. Well, you dance obviously, like you've done. The whole I thing. danced, but my girls yeah. play soccer. Okay. No. Okay. So bridge knows you know, both worlds very well. You know both worlds. <laughs> and it's, I, it's, I refused to play soccer when I was, well, yeah, I played basketball yeah. and volleyball in high school, but I'm like, oh, there's way too much running in soccer and not scoring. <laughs> I never, I just could I never can't. figure out the kicking. I don't know why. <laughs> like all my best friends played and I was like, this sucks. I can't. Are you like, far. are you not coordinated? Are you, I, you I am. Like I was like basketball, tennis, cross country yeah. running, but like badminton oh my god ping pong like I I was coordinated yeah I don't know why I could not ping pong. A soccer deal that's wild yeah that's no wild. for me it yeah. was just the running that's that's a lot of running that's a lot <laughs> of, yeah and I was a <laughs> friggin' really bloody deal. I was like right wing like just ran yeah. all day like it was Taking insane oh, but uh I, they came I like, like your they, position yeah, yeah the winger but it, there came a crossroads where I had to choose between one or the other so I so yeah no I went to university and my degree was the most important thing but soccer was off playing soccer was great it was yeah. wicked the whole time yeah, and, and uh, nice to have that team too yeah do you, totally do you still keep in touch with like people that you played with yeah totally yeah a few of my really good close friends from back home are like well we all played together and uh, a few went on to play for team canada which is pretty cool, cool. we played at a pretty high level which was wicked yeah a couple of people from university still keep in touch with and uh yeah it was like a really cool world and uh, Gabe sucks. That's all. <laughs> he doesn't suck, but he hates it. He does not like it, and it's killing me. Freaking killing me. I'm like, buddy, like get it together. He just like went and pissed in the in the woods last time. Like last year, I think, he just walked up the trees and pissed. I'm like, I think Gabe and I would get along great. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Gabe, yeah. Gabe and I, yeah. Gabe and I work out. Yeah. Oh my god. So how yeah, did, no, like, then how long did you work for your for the um? Publisher inside. Publisher yeah. Yeah. For, I, I want to say like five or six years, at least six years for sure. I would have kept going with it for sure. It would have kept happening. And, uh, there was a time too, like I had a lot of connections. So in advertising, you know, when you see all those big supplement companies, like a GNC right. and stuff, they're all my clients, which was pretty cool. So I was like, it's just a whole different world, right? Just a way different uh, world and doing yeah. the, the, going to all the competitions and all that kind of stuff. I never really knew anything about that, that world before. So it was pretty neat, but uh, I had a couple of different job offers too, like to uh-huh. move to the States and stuff like that to work for GNC was one of them. And, uh, I actually was like really thinking about it hard uh-huh. to make the move. Cause I was single and it's like, you know what, yeah. why not do this? Right. Yeah. It would have been out like in, in LA, which would have been super cool. But, yeah. uh, it was just kind of like talk, nothing ever came from it. And then freaking this guy messages me. Well, it's a heavy. Okay. <laughs> so we just randomly messaged. Wait, first hey. I have a question before we jump yes. in. Before we jump yeah. in bed with him, were you training as well? Like doing your own fitness yes. training and yep. stuff like while you're so, Yeah. The, while I was working, I was, that was like my second year into kind of doing shows. So okay. I only did three big ones, but it takes like six months prep to like prep for one yeah. show. Yeah. So um, you were competing in fitness. 
competing. Yeah. So like, bikini. Wh- what do you call that? Okay. Bikini. Like the whole, like the, you know, the whole posing and all that, the whole thing, yeah. the, whole thing. the tan, the yeah. freaking de- oh dehydration. We had oh one, God. we had one teammate in Phoenix who did a fit, her first fitness competition, but she was in Finland. Remember when I, I remember when she was like building up to it and stuff and like the meal plans and stuff. And then we had to get mad at her one time because she would just like heat up her like tilapia in our wives' room. And we're like, no more fish in the fucking wives' room. We're like, it's so... I got the coyotes' wife, wives' waltz yeah. out and it smells oh, yeah. like... Just I know, we're all like, yeah. ew, it smells so bad. Oh, yeah. I got, I got kicked out of a restaurant in Vancouver because I had my fucking cooler full of shit and uh, I was allowed to bring in outside food. I got legit kicked out with my boss. We were there for a conference and I was, he, I was, it was hilarious. But yeah, it's definitely a different world for sure. So I, yeah. start, I just wanted yeah. to do, so the first show that I did, I just wanted, I'm competitive. I wanted to see if I could do it. I'm seeing this, you know, these girls strut their stuff all the time. I'm like, I wonder yeah. if, you know, just see if I can push myself and do it. Yeah. And uh, I did my first show, won it, which was super cool. So it kind of goes like, uh, reg- like regional and provincial and then Canada's. So that's okay. you kind of like move up like everything else. So I did the regional okay. show and uh, I did the, the non, uh, the natural show. I wasn't okay. about to compete with the broads that were on stuff. Cause like, okay. I'm not going there. Right. So I did the natural stream of like, yeah. it's called the OPA IFBB anyway. And, uh, then I went on, I did provincials one night, one Ontario, and then I went on to do Canada. So that was right around the time I met Brian. I was like, just trying to kind of getting training for that show okay. in a few months time. So yeah, no, we didn't actually meet. So we'll get into, let's get into, let's get into <laughs> the DMs sliding in the, the, the DMs. sliding in the DM back in well, what was it? Wait, wait, what was your, I am what making was your, so much shit up in my head right now. No. Wait, what was your profile picture? Why is he sliding into I, your DM? You know what? I think it was, I think it was a competition pic. I really yeah. think it was. Yeah. The I think it was. One. So Pretty well. sure I would have so, DM'd you too. You're going to have to yeah, say right? that. Totally. And I was single. I was like, yeah, this is going to be my profile pic. Why, why the hell not? Why not? And you work why not? for that. And you, yeah, yeah, exactly. You work for it. Do hell it. yeah. Hell yeah. But uh, we had a lot of mutual friends. So we'd had each other on Facebook for probably like a few months. And I didn't, Facebook wasn't like it is now. I didn't, you don't really read into my when someone adds you as a friend it wasn't like oh like you know it just it was such a different time right social media wasn't like a big thing and uh we had met a few times like down in the bars but he I didn't know that he was sober at the time that he that we started talking because I just knew him as like a partier I would see him with like Ray and Spez and they would just be doing the bottle service I'm like you guys are so cool because I bartended back in when I was in school too in the summers um so I didn't really think much of him like us being on Facebook and then uh we have a mutual friend Heidi that also dated Brian she also oh. dated him and uh we were chatting one day and she's like I really feel like you know you guys would like hit it off I'm like been there done that did the hockey thing did it moved I'm like so peaceful in my life like with my career and all of that I just like you know what like maybe we could just have like a good time right like yeah. <laughs> whatever like I was just like in the height Some of my summer career. fun yeah. yeah yeah I don't like yeah. whatever and I wasn't expecting he was like this was also in like I think November December so it was like he was gone anyway and I knew that I wasn't gonna see him so I'm like whatever like so she's like, you know, like, I think that he like, you know, is like interested in like talk, like getting to know you more. I'm like, whatever. So he messages me on there one day and he goes like, Hey, what's up? That was the pickup line. And I was like, not much buddy. What's up with you? That was literally our first conversation. So we actually ended yeah. up talking for about a month and he was coming home at uh, Christmas time. So that was like our first date. He came home. Um, I think he was playing, he played, signed in Boston that year. I think he was playing in Providence and he came home and uh, we went on our first date. It was right around Christmas time. We went shopping at the mall and uh, actually met his whole family like two days later, which was pretty wild. Um, well, that's what I kind of like about like the, with hockey guys and like all the long distance, I feel like a lot of us really get to know our guys because yeah. that's all we've had is just like the phone yeah. conversations and like just constant chats. Cause so many of us yeah. have done it like while girls are in school yeah. or yeah, totally like 
you know, if you met in the summer while they're home and then they're gone, then you just, yeah, you know, that's your only option. So I feel like exactly. you know them, like you said, on a different, different like, level. level. Yeah. And then when you do see each other, you're spending more quality time together because you're, yeah. you're visiting or whatever the case is, yeah. right? It's not like, well, yeah, because you're right not now. like, I don't know. You don't jump into hot and heavy right away. You know, yeah, like you exactly. actually really get to know the other person yeah. better yeah. because all you're doing is talking on the phone. Yeah. yeah. Which was pretty crazy. So yeah, he was just like in a really good place in his life too. He was, I think about a year and a half sober when we started talking and, uh, or maybe he just had hit his two years. I can't remember. Um, but, uh, no, I think it was two years sober, which I didn't really know about. Right. So he kind of, you know, he was playing for Nashville when you started talking. No, that was, that was the first year. So he was playing for Providence. And then he, that, oh, that okay. year he got traded to, I think it was like Anaheim, then Nashville. It was like, like I said, Brian's been traded a lot. He was like, he was wanted. Yeah. He was wanted. So that was, it was funny because he played Calgary the year before we started talking. That was his first year in Calgary. He played the whole year in Calgary. The year before that, when he played in Phoenix is when he went to rehab that end of that end of that year. So ironically, right. So Brian is like dead sober and he can't get a contract. Is that funny? And he had the height of his career when he was a freaking drinking and doing drugs. And he's like, so I can't weird. get a contract. I can't get a contract. Right. How wild is that? So, yeah. right. So he had That's to work his ass off. Right. It's yeah. crazy. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean, it could have just Pretty been sure like, there's a lot of them out there right now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's crazy. So he uh, signed a tryout with Boston was there for a bit and I went to Providence that year. Um, so he's like, whatever, I'll take it. I want to play hockey. Cause he kind of came to a crossroads too. And with his sobriety, whether he wanted to still play or not. Yeah. That was a big, a big decision factor for him is like, do I still want to do this? Do I want to pursue something else? Whatever. You mean so when anyway, he came out when he came out of treatment, yeah, he really yeah. had to weigh it. Yeah. It was just a lot of pressure too. Right. And he's like, yes. I think I need to focus on myself and, you know, surviving mm-hmm. and I'll worry about that component. Cause he's like, literally was, would not survive if he kept going in the way that he yeah. did. So, yeah. which was pretty crazy. And I just like, he just tells me all the stories. Right. Cause I don't really, these wild freaking stories, man. Wild. He's <laughs> yeah. like, I've lived my life for like times 10. I'm like, Holy shit. Yeah. You have <laughs> like yeah. crazy. So yeah, he's, he's oh, lived good for him. Congrats. Yeah. Ten year, yeah. Uh, over 10 years at this point. Yeah, 11, years. 11 years. Yeah. Wow. Congratulations. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm proud of him. And, and not once during this time, I see this to quote out to have his, has he ever wavered? There's not been one time where I've even felt like, even in like, we've had some shitty years, like we've all been there. Right. And mm-hmm. not, not once has it even crossed my mind. Would he turn to that or what's, you know, it's just, yeah, yeah. he's so confident and just beyond. Right. It's he, just just turns to he, just, he just turns to sugar. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Little candy Lucky terms, whatever the hell it's, he gets his hands on. Freaking guy. Anyway, so way yeah. better. Yeah. Way better. Right? So I, I have just kind of a question for you. I mean, yeah. Was it when you guys started a date, obviously you were talking and then, um, you knew he was sober that came out in conversations, conversations. Was that just, was that kind of appealing to you at at all or a little bit scary? No, it it really was appealing with my ex. Like our biggest battles were like when we were out drinking every single time or when he like, I'm like, it's just, it was, and it was also, so we went on our first trip. So it was like, we met, then we went on our first all-star break trip. So we went to South beach to Miami and I actually just, someone tagged me and like, find your first picture together. And it was that one. I'm like, Oh my God, we were like, you know, anyway, it was so funny. So, so wild. So that was like, I think a month after that. And I didn't have a drink and not that I'm a heavy drinker, but I, I would have had a cocktail obviously if I was out with the girls. Um, so at the end of our trip, he's like, are you going to like have a fucking drink? And I was like, I don't know. Like, I don't know how to like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, I, I think just, that would be, I would feel that way too. Right, like, like, how you yeah, I want to be supportive. I, totally. If I'm drinking in front of you, am I going to look yeah. like an asshole? But, like yeah. to navigate so, that was, balance, but you're a totally. good control, like still to this day, like you're still a good controlled drinker. Yeah, for sure. I don't like, definitely don't go overboard. Um, yeah, but it's just like, it was just, a, I didn't know how to navigate it. Cause I was like, yeah. okay. So say I was like, 
also like competing in a few months, if the guy was eating a freaking chocolate cake in front of me, I'd be like, screw you. Like diff- too yeah. different, but yeah, I also yeah, just yeah, wanted to tough. be like mindful, but he's like, yeah. I have honestly, he's like, I have no problem if you want to have a drink, but it was also nice to just know that I could have a good time with him and we didn't have to have alcohol involved, which was mm-hmm. so different. Right. Yeah. It was so different. No drama. No, no one's saying stupid shit that they don't mean. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, they don't turn into a different person suddenly no. and you're like, yeah. what the hell, yeah. who's that? So just a totally different experience for sure. And Brian could still, he's the life of the party. Still, like, still have a freaking good time. He's, you know, he but we also, like, yeah. yeah, we still like, we go to like, Kodak knows we all go to Stampede. He has his night every year and he gives me the look and when he's ready to go, we're going right. But he just, he gets to a point where, and it's also, we've been there where it's like, we're dead yeah. sober and everyone around you is not. And it's pretty yeah. painful. Yeah. But you, so, also uh, have, you also have your designated driver for life. So yeah, exactly. Always. Yeah. yeah. He's You're also like, not the, sign yeah. Me up. yeah. And he's not the type of guy too. Like if we're drinking, he does not look down on upon anyone who makes those choices at all. He just, he's a full blown addict and he will full blown admit that as well. And there's a big difference between having a good time and being an addict. Right. So mm-hmm. there's yeah. a big difference. And this yeah. is all stuff that I've learned over of course of our relationship you're right yeah. it doesn't change it doesn't change his night at all if everybody is wasted like he's no like he's he's yeah. there he's happy to be hanging out and yeah yeah like, yeah it doesn't it's change all good. yeah yeah which is good yeah so that's a good thing but yeah so like that was that year and then things moved pretty quickly um coming into that summer, I moved in with him that summer, but I was still just visiting every few months. And with my job too, like my boss was so awesome, Terry, like I freaking love him. And I'd worked really hard to get to where I was. So I said, you know, I said down the road one day when we get married, obviously I will be there for you and I'll support you. And, um, so we actually ended up getting engaged a year to the day, like we went on our first date. So the Christmas Eve, cool. I, exactly a year later. And then I ended up, I still didn't move with him until we literally got married. Like the following summer I left my wow. job. So yeah, we did long distance that whole year when he was in Nashville, which was, uh, that was a little challenging for sure, planning a wedding and not being together. But uh, he just gave me full, he's like, whatever, just book the, you know, whatever, he's easy, right? He yeah. didn't really have a say anyways. But uh, we, yeah, I had to plan a wedding in like four months, which was pretty wild. It's probably all you, you know, need anyways. You, yes. You know, you don't, you don't uh, ponder around on um, decisions. You don't no, dance around yeah. them. You got to make no, them. No, I got to make them. So that was like, you know, it, just him being away and me taking on that and then working full time was a big endeavor for sure. But we did it. And, uh, and then that was, I left my job that year. I moved with him that following year. I just obviously like, I can't, like, you know, I, I did think about staying back. I'm not going to yeah. lie, but uh, for our relationship to work. I would yeah. have to be, would have to be well, together. Who doesn't obviously. want to move to Who doesn't want to move and to Nashville? Who doesn't want to move to Nashville? I freaking love yeah. Nashville. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. yeah. So that was kind of yeah, the beginning, awesome. the beginning course of our relationship. Cool. That, did you yeah. then, did you kind of keep a piece of, I just feel like with the fitness industry too, I mean, same with the dance, like you can kind of, not that you can legally be working down there necessarily, yeah. but you could still have your foot in the door. You could still be training maybe, or, you know, were you totally. doing any of that stuff or just kind yeah. of like, again, you were a newlywed. So this is a whole different yeah, it was, it was interesting. Like, I, yeah, like, like you said, I definitely could not, I couldn't work, right? Yeah. Like legally. Yeah. Uh, so that, that summer before we went, I got my certification to like do nutrition, nutrition coaching. Okay. Uh, just to, just to have that on the backboard. And I was training yeah. some people that summer. I was doing some people like for competition prep stuff, which I don't do anymore. That, cause I was kind of still in that world. Right. Uh-huh. Um, so I was doing a little bit of that. And then once we got to Nashville, I started my own blog. So this it's called Baby Cupcakes Healthy Eats. That was my first oh, yeah. blog. <laughs> and the name, so my nickname is Baby Cupcake and Brian's nickname is, is Cupcake. 
like no joke, six foot five tatted mutant named Cupcake. That's his nickname. So that comes from when we, when we were doing all of our Skyping and FaceTiming, I I, I had like so many pairs of cupcake pajamas. I have no idea why. And it just became this, this freaking name. So I thought it was a cute, catchy, catchy name. So that kind of kept me a little bit busy. I had that little blog going on. And once again, this is like before Instagram became a thing. It was, you know, just my own little thing there. And I loved creating recipes and I did a couple of food plans and stuff with people on the side, but like I couldn't actually work, which was, right. which was crazy. And that was the lockout year. And, uh, and then we ended up getting traded to Calgary, okay. uh, which was like, that was my first big, I'd, ne- I'd never really experienced this before. This is my first time. And uh, it was wild, like, holy shit. So I was crazy. The move, like, the so trade, I, everything. The whole freaking yeah. thing. So I was at the dentist and they give you the gas in the States. So I'm like, take me the gas, put me out. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember. So I was like, put me out. And, uh, and we kind of like, there was talk for sure. We always kind of know, right? That it's on the horizon and, but we didn't actually know what was going to happen. And Brian's a fighter, right? So it's just one of those, it's an, it's an interesting position. There has to be room for that person. If there are, if the team already has one, they're not bringing on another one. Mm-hmm. It's not going to happen. Right. So we, we weren't like expecting anything to happen. And, uh, I wake up and I literally, I can't even tell you how many missed calls, texts I had on my phone. I probably was out for an hour. Brian got traded while I was under. Oh my God. He got oh. traded to, yeah, yeah. He got traded to Calgary. He was you already, went to sleep in Nashville and you woke up in Calgary. <laughs> yeah, he, was, he was already on the way to the freaking airport. So Liz, Liz Sleeper, one of my girlfriends, drove him to the airport. He was already gone. I didn't Wait. get to say goodbye. Oh my God. That's crazy. That's yeah. fast. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. I mean, I even think that's fast. It's insane. That is it was fast. crazy. It yeah, was wild. Yeah, I know. They only have like a, such a short window. But. I think that there was a game. There was something like there was a reason why they wanted him. Like there was either a game like the very next day. It was like the urgency was They're there. Like, and there's only like right now. one flight a day, I think, at that time out to Calgary. Uh, so yeah. I think he had to get on that flight that yeah, day yeah. and be at the airport two hours before like the whole thing. I think he had to go to the rank and get all the shit. Anyways, wild. And I thought that I was like still like, like, like high. You're like, this is a weird That's dream. It. You know what? I, I do have to kind of say it's something that I sort of brag about to other athletes' wives if I meet them. And because they're like, or anytime anyone asks about trades and like, does it happen that fast? I go, yes, within 24 hours, the guys are gone. Yeah. And yeah, people wild. are blown away by it. But it, I'm kind of mm-hmm. like, yeah, that's how we do it in hockey. Yeah. Totally. Like, like we stick a feather on our hat. I don't know. It's just like, it's kind of like a little bit proud of our kids. It's a skill. How, yeah. It's a, oh, yeah. It's, it's a skill. It is a but skill. But like, and we love, I love that it blows people's minds. But yeah, like I was just left to like pick up the pieces. So, you know, thankfully talk about like the hockey community and the girls. We had like the best group of freaking girls there. Like I'm still so close with most of them, which is pretty awesome. Yeah. And uh, yeah, everyone just really stepped up and helped me out. Uh, you know, just came over for support. I had to pack up this, we had this beautiful big house in Franklin, had to pack up everything. I just got everything in order, but there was like a tornado warning. There was like a big storm. I remember my flights all got canceled. I was ready to go. Why not? And then I had to fly out the next day. It was just a freaking, it was a shit show. And then I had to... Yeah, fly back a few weeks later and get the rest of our stuff. So you guys know the drill, right? It's like, yeah, yeah it, it is what it is, right? Oh, I know. Yeah. Well, I was only moving through well, it. With Ryder, I could only move once because I was nine months pregnant. So I was like, yeah. go. But yeah. um, was, Cal- like, was Calgary really helpful like in getting you set up and yeah. importing your cars? Like, I yeah. was like, oh, no, yeah, they, were, they were the best. Like, help. Like, 
We've, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. They were incredible. And like, we're so, we're so close Brian's in management now and all the same guys are here. Like we're, they're such a great group here. Just really like family oriented too. They understand that it's not just business, that there's a whole other yeah. side to it. Right. Yeah. So they were super helpful. And then even for myself, like it was my first big trade, right? I had to like, I was so sad to like leave Nashville and like we had fallen in love. Like I'd been there for a couple of years and it was just a freaking awesome city and, and all our people. And I didn't, you know, it was kind of scary, but uh, the silver lining was my best friend, Rachel lived here. Like I loved my hockey girls, but I mm-hmm. always was very, um, aware of trying to like make connections outside of hockey. Yeah. I'm just a very social person. So whether it's through the fitness community or whatever, I always had kind of like another group of peeps, which was really nice. And, uh, so yeah, I had that coming here, which was wicked. And then Calgary, you found it. And now you guys have laid your roots down there, right? Oh yeah. Which is like shocking. I never thought we'd be living in Calgary. Like, right. you know, post hockey, you always think you're either going to like, Kodak and I've talked about this a lot, like you're either going to like move back home, but even for you guys, Kodak, like you guys are from different cities and like Bridge, where are you guys from? You We're both right? from uh, Fort Saskatchewan, Alberta. Oh, that's right. Just outside yeah. Edmonton. Mm-hmm. You're not moving back? I like to, to say, say it. <laughs> uh, you know what? We actually have a house there. I, I love okay. it. Um, my, our families are both there, but um, we don't, we don't uh, miss winter. Yeah. 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 Well, that's the thing. It's like, you never know. Because totally. You get to go to these amazing places like Nashville or Scottsdale or Raleigh or whatever. And, yeah. or you could end up back home where you're both from. So you never really, yeah, know. it's crazy, but like, you never know where you could end up. Right. And like that. And I feel like a lot of NHL cities, they're either like an amazing place to live or you just find an amazing community or, I mean, some people are lucky mm-hmm. to have both, yeah. right? but obviously like, yeah, yeah. totally. I love yeah. that too. Yeah. And the fact that you always had, you had your fitness community or you had a group outside, I think that's yeah. so healthy for anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, for sure. I always needed it too. I had multiple. It was, it's yeah. just good. Yeah. It's healthy. You need your own thing. You oh, share totally. passion with someone in, in a different department. Absolutely. Guess, you know, it's really and like, good. yeah, it was nice moving back to Canada for myself. Cause I'm like, God, I can work. This yeah, is wicked. Yeah. Like I can work again. And then during this time too, we were trying to like get pregnant, which was like, aside from like the hockey stress, like it, it wasn't happening yeah. for us. And I had a few like early miscarriages. Like it was just like, that was also kind of looming as well. And, uh, when we came here, I met uh, a girl named Marianne, which is like who she's super close with Kodat. And, uh, it was at St- I would think it was at Stampede that summer. And she's like, do you want to come teach bar for me? Like at my oh, studio okay. that I'm opening? I'm like, frick. Yes. Like this is a perfect opportunity to, it's really hard. Like no one's hiring us full time. I'm not getting back. I'm not going to work for a magazine full time. No one will hire me knowing that I could be leaving in a year. Cause we only signed for two years. Right. Mm-hmm. Here. It's just like, it's hard, right? You have to kind of just find your own yeah. thing or find something yeah. that's somewhat temporary. Right. Yeah. Right. And you still want to have personal uh, growth. So it's kind of, that's yes. a really cool opportunity. Right. I'm going to change I, I my label that I give myself as a social media creeper into a yeah. uh, social media supporter. Yeah. I supporter. Agree. Supporter. Yeah. Exactly. Because exactly. oh, I first met Michelle at <laughs> so Stampede, crazy. obviously. Stampede. Yeah. Um, I think it was then, that year. I think it was like the same time I met Ryan. Was that year? Yeah. No? Okay. Was year Probably. Yeah. And I had like, like we knew of each, like I knew of you, obviously who yeah. doesn't know you, everyone in the hockey community knows well, who you are, right? And that's we're, like, <laughs> that bl- it's not a name that blended. But even, <laughs> for me, it was like the love for locomotive stuff. That's how mm-hmm. I knew yeah. who you were, right? right. Um, and then Mich- but yeah, that was when we met, yeah. Then yeah. did I meet you, Michelle? What, did I, when I came to Calgary to, at the, at the go to one of Kodak's tournament? Yeah. yeah, but later, that was like, I'd already had a couple years year later. After, yeah, was, I think that was after I had Gabe. That was, that was 2014. Like, Gabe was still yeah. little. Gabe was like months old, yeah. like three, four months old or something. Yeah, like that. We, yeah. May, we may have just through just through the Our Hockey Life website, we may have 
been in yeah. contact with them. Oh, no, you like know getting what? the girls on yeah. the emails and stuff. That's why a lot that's of times right. like I would meet yeah. girls and I'd be like, I would look at the girl and see her email address in my <laughs> yeah, head right. and, like, yeah. and feel like we met. But it's weird. I still do it. I still do it. There's people whose names that. I'm like, oh, yeah, you're E2, e- e- whatever it is. You know, like, <laughs> you're totally. nobody. Yeah. 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 I was okay. on. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. I was on, yeah, I was on the site. I was on the site bridge for sure. Yeah. I was like That's back right. in the day. That's why I yeah. felt like I knew you. But then, yeah, the yeah. first time you would yeah, have met was, was, at the, was at the golf tournament when we filmed with Hockey Wives Bridge. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been the first time. Yeah. yeah. That's right. And then, yeah. And then the second golf That was the year. That was... That was when, funny story about that tournament, quickly, this is like wild. I wore that white freaking skirt. So I had oh, Gabriel, yeah. I hadn't had a period yet. Who gets their period that day? Right here. I'm walking with Katie Stajan. She goes, Michelle, all through the back of my freaking, my white skirt. So I'm in the back. It was Wait, like I think sh- I came in the shit. bathroom. <laughs> you were in the bathroom with us. I was in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> like, holy shit. Like, talk about like just. Yeah. Perfect timing. Yeah. Just decides to show up. Yep. Anyway, as you're saying, I'm like, wait, this sounds familiar. I feel like I (laughs) I remember being in there. You were in the bathroom, bitch. I I don't remember a lot of stuff. Clearly, that's standing up. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Totally. (laughs) Oh my God. God. But then after you were teaching bar, then you got a little more. Did you, uh, you're continuing to teach bar and then start? Yeah. 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 So I taught, yeah, I started, I started teaching bar again and obviously like the competition stuff was done. That was way done after I did my last show. I was over that shit. And then just like had a really hard time finding that balance. I would say like, I always kind of dealt with disordered eating during that time, during all of this, just Uh really trying to like, when you get your body to a certain point too, and this is like why I preach this so much now, it's so hard not just to say to yourself, like you just want to attain that it's unattainable though. It's completely unattainable. It's insanity. Like what I did to my body, like was in, was crazy. Like, what did you eat so or I not just, eat in that kind of, oh, when you were oh my training God, for, for those competitions? Ask my mom, Maureen, my mom can't even look at asparagus and chicken. That was literally, so I'd wake up, I'd work out twice a day. So I would do my cardio for an hour in the morning. So I'd wake up at like four or five in the morning. Like it was crazy I'd do my cardio. And then I would come back, I would have my protein pancake, but everything was like measured and weighed. I would only have like six berries. That's it all I could have. And, uh, and then I would, uh, have a shake at some point without any fruit, just like pure protein. I was not, I was probably eating a thousand calories a day of that oh my God. lunch was just some type of protein with vegetable and, uh, and then dinner, same thing. And then I would train again after work. It was insane. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. It was crazy. So yeah. So that was like a big thing for me was just trying to find that really yeah. like good, happy place. Right. right? And, a and you know, I, I was able to nourishing your body with enough nutrients and yeah. exactly. Giving yourself because enough exactly. energy. Yeah. And not- well, and like I said, watching our teammate go through that, like you really can't step outside of that. <sighs> that's that's crazy. Like, like you said, like six berries, like that was, it's wild. That's, that's it. Like, like I, like a turning point for me was like, I had an apple on my desk at work and it went bad. It went rotten because I wouldn't eat a freaking apple. I was worried about the sugar content. It was insane. So then after you started competing, how did you get out of that kind of... So that that was after I had my son. So we went through kind of like the whole infertility thing. Um, It was like, we didn't really have any answers. It just like wasn't happening, right? We did, we were going to do IVF, but for us, that wasn't like, it wasn't going to make us get pregnant. Like I could get pregnant. I just couldn't hold on. Long story short... I ended up getting pregnant and, um, I was with uh, Brittany Milan Lucic, Brian's like best friends with him. And we were at their place in Kelowna. And I was like, I felt really funny. And, uh, she made me go get a test. And like, it was really early. And there was like the faintest, like this, this, I couldn't even see the line. She goes, it says yes. And I was like, what the hell? Like, it's not even in there. She goes, I'm telling you, 
it would not be there if you weren't. And then it would, that was gave perfectly healthy pregnancy. All that was great. And just for myself too, like in that year, I was like, you know what? I need to get my, my shit together. I like was going to get my doctor's appointments and I wouldn't even let them tell me the number on the scale. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm carrying the baby. And you're tiny. Like, yeah. And you're, yeah. Freaking, and you're a tiny right? person. But it's just like, it's, it's all up here. Cause yeah. I knew that I would, I would fall back and I would do, I would maybe make some super stupid decisions while I was pregnant. Right. Yeah. If I saw the scale move. So I just said, don't even tell me guys. I don't want to know. Just put it in your chart. I was just trying to be really healthy and just really focus on that. Right. Cause it's yeah. like the disordered yeah. eating patterns. Right. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I was still teaching bar and doing bars through the whole time, which was really great. And then that year, um, was the year that like, like we knew that we weren't going to get another contract in the NHL. Like we just, it was the fighting piece was done. Like it was like coming to an end. Brian would call him like the last survivor. He was like one of the last guys that they like kind of ditched. And, um, so during the time, this is another wild story. So that was Brian's last year. So we signed two years with Calgary and then signed another year. And we were under the impression and they, that we were going to get another couple of years after that we were staying here because they, like, it was just, they loved him and you know, that was what was going to happen. And then everyone starts like getting rid of their fighters. All the stuff comes out with both concussions and head injuries and all that stuff. And everyone's freaking out. And so I'm due to have Gabriel in April. God, when was this January or February? We get a call. He gets sent down to the minors in goddamn Adirondack fucking like <laughs> bum F nowhere in New York state. Okay. Four, three close. or four flights to get Super there. Close. So I went and visited one time right after that. And then I couldn't see him again. I couldn't fly yeah. in trouble. Yeah. So I didn't, I didn't see him until I had Gabe. So I had a scheduled, I had to do a scheduled C-section uh, to make sure that he was home, but there's always a chance that you can go into labor before. Right. And I had a scare in the hospital. He wasn't here. He wouldn't have gotten here. There's no way he could have gotten here in time. So, uh, I forgot about all that. Even just you saying that, I was like, Oh yeah, I forgot. Yeah, that it's wild. Not sent down was when you were pregnant. Yeah. Like, yeah. So that was a hard yeah. times too. Like I, and then it was kind of like, I wasn't a part of the team anymore, which was a weird, you know, and like I had, you know, I had Kodat and I had a lot of like my girls, like, no. So I had those solid friendships and I had, you know, like Kodat and yeah. all my girls, like people to like really count on. It was a really hard time for me. It was very scary because I hadn't had a kid before either. I didn't mm. know what to expect. Yeah. Like I'm yeah, like, what, like, what is going to happen? No. Yeah. So anyways, so I, uh, you know, Brian came back and thank God nothing happened before. And he never went back. He called our GM, Brad, and he's like, I'm done, Brad not going back. So this was April 13th okay. and the season was still going on and, uh, they would have let it, they let him come back. They would have let him come for like a week or whatever, but he said, I'm not, I'm not going back. So yeah. you guys can, you know, stop paying me or whatever, do whatever you need to do. I need to be here with my wife and son. And they, they said no problem. So oh, good for yeah. him. They let him stay. <laughs> and yeah. it was so yeah. hard being here that year. That was the first time in like history or years that the, that the flames had made playoffs. So we're in Calgary. Oh. Brian's not on the team. Oh, but we're nice. here and he was yeah. there's we, we've all been there where there's like the bitter feeling for yeah. sure well yeah right. you're and excited like, you want to be in on the excitement but you're like oh. it was so yeah. weird and like I, you said yeah. like it's like all of a sudden and you do have all your support and stuff but then you are on a team and then all of a sudden you're just like not on the team and it not that people so aren't weird. inclusive but it's just weird to be around like you're not gonna go yeah. to like you can't go to team things like and no it was so weird guys it was like the yeah. weird it was so odd so after that yeah. it was like I was like, I'm fucking done with this shit. Like, let's like, I'm so done with hockey. And, he, and then, so uh, an opportunity came after that. So Anaheim called and they said, we want to sign you. And if you're not in Anaheim, you, that was the first year they had the team in San Diego in La Jolla. Okay. So we'd made a decision that summer that we were done. I'm like, I'm freaking done. Like I'm, I'm good to start my career again and do my thing. Yeah. Like, let's just like clean slate. Right. We're good. Right. Mm-hmm. And I just, I knew though that deep inside he like wasn't there yet. He wasn't there. <laughs> 
uh, anyway, so Anaheim called. So we said, you know what? Worst case scenario, we're living in San Diego. And I'm like, you know what? If this is going to be your last year, let's enjoy it. Yeah. Um, we're going to have a lot of visitors. I want it to be a place that we love. I want to feel good about it. We have a newborn baby. We've got mm-hmm. the dogs. We were like a block from the beach. It was awesome. Yeah. So yeah. that was one of our best years. Like, like you're making the most of, uh, the city that you're living in and yeah, I don't know. Exactly. Right. Like you no can't, pressure, you're not, right? Yeah. You're not stressed yeah. about getting sent down. Like no. we're already yeah, down. We're here. Like, yeah, <laughs> we're here. We're here. And, yeah. uh, but that was a really great year and uh really great group too. We, it, it was ironic, which that year there was a lot of like older people on our team, like lots of babies, which was so great That's for fun. me. Cause yeah. it was like being it a new is, mom, yeah. right? That helps. And uh, so once again, I'm there and like, you know, in that first year of Gabe's life, though, I didn't really want to focus too much on working. So I really just took that time to like be a mom and be present wow. and, you know, right. It was, it was yeah. a wicked year. And then uh, we came back and I'm like, okay, we're done. We're good. And then he's like, ah, I still think I want to play. And I was like, what is happening? Like, <laughs> oh my God, buddy. <laughs> like, and I, and I get it. Like they have to be done. And I totally, they've done this their whole life. So I fully respect it. I'm like, do what you need to do. So this team in Nottingham kept calling and calling and they actually offered him like a really good contract. And uh, he's like, should we do it? And my dad, like it's like an hour and a half from yeah. where my dad grew up, right? That's my awesome. family's there. It was so cool. I'm like, you know what? What a, what a year. It was such a cool experience. Like I didn't, I only went for three, about three and a half of the months during Christmas and stuff. My parents came down and unfortunately my grandfather passed away. Um, he almost hit a hundred the year before. So, but wow. we, my brain got to meet like my whole family, which was so, so cool. cool. Yeah. And just, I felt like for me, was just that? like full, full circle in your life. Yeah. I was it's just like, going to say that crazy. Full circle. It was wild. And just and like, then you yeah. have this baby and you get, and he's over there and you're still, it's English speaking yeah. country, obviously. Exactly. And yeah. That He's was not a big school component. yet because I think that's that's really yeah. cool. Like even um, yeah, I don't know. I think playing over there is really great. Ray started his career there, but and at the that's end awesome. of his career, I was like, should we go? Should we go yeah. over there? He yeah. was he was so done. Like he, oh, yeah. he was ready to hang up his skates, and I was yeah. like in for the adventure. And then I was and then I was like, <laughs> I guess we. I guess we, I guess we could just this. go there on a vacation. Like we don't yeah, know. exactly. I wanted you know? Jason to do it too because I like I see all these people like just on these four day breaks in Dubai. And I'm like, that's cool. I could do that. And then Jason's like, I'm done. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. No, but I'm not done. I know. Let's totally. I'm like, I want to break in Dubai. (laughs) But we had, um, Sarah Moran, who's like a girlfriend of mine from Calgary. Uh, They were on the team, which was like, that was also a big draw for me. And like, I was like, Sarah, like it was just so cool. And then my friend Rachel came to visit, like I had visitors. My parents came, like we had Brian's parents come a few times. So it was honestly like, I took the train to London all the time. Like it was such a cool year. And honestly, the group of people like the Brits, like the British humor, we had the best group ever. Like we still talk to them all the time. Brian is so close with like a good handful of the guys. And we'll probably take Gabe up again and be like, this is where he lives. Like we want to bring him back to all the cool spots and say, this is where granddad's from and and do the whole thing. So that was, that was it. But after that year, so I left early and then he was there still for two more months. So that was tough. I think for him, that was like the big eye opener Mm -hmm. for him to say, okay, if my family can't be here with me for the whole entire duration of this season, is it really worth it? Right. And uh, that was when he was like, okay, I'm done. So that summer we really worked hard on um, just trying to build those relationships back in Calgary, getting rid of the bitterness of like what had happened. He was always very close with Brad and he kept in touch. So Brad had him doing a couple of things that summer, um, taking on the role more of like Brian, just flying out to like, see how guys are doing the young guys maybe that have dealt with like any addiction issues or anything mm-hmm. like mental health stuff. So yeah. they had him doing a bit of that and they um, offered him a job that coming season. So honestly, like it was like, we were blown away. We weren't expecting that. We were kind of preparing to like that it would take a while. And it's a very scary time. It's a very yeah. scary time. Like well, yeah, and Brian didn't make, 
yeah, like he didn't make like the, you know, he made good money, but not enough to sustain us for the rest of our life. Obviously we knew that like, I knew for sure that I'd be going back to work, which I wanted to do. Um, and I knew that I'm like, you're gonna have to get a job, buddy. <laughs> and that's cool. awesome. If you get a job opportunity like that, then you're like, and, oh, yeah, my third, that's what, third, yeah. I'm still like loving hockey and I can still totally. be involved. And, yep. and then you love, yep. you love the city. So that's great. Exactly. And it's Canadian. Right. So you can be working. Exactly. Right. And right. then that was actually good. start your career because that's still, it's, yeah. it's still tricky. Yeah. yeah Cause exactly. you built like your own really good community here. So like, yeah. I mean, and it's mm-hmm. been like a few years of what you've what you've built on your own outside of hockey yeah yeah for sure yeah you don't want to let that go because a lot of people like trust and respect you in the city so like as you michelle not as like brian's wife yeah Yeah, exactly so it's hard to hard to leave that but honestly like that first year was definitely interesting and then i wanted to come into my career so i was still teaching bar i moved on to another studio and i just wanted to get back into like the coaching side of things and i still had my certification and I, I just wanted to rejig it. So, um, I, I, I did it again. So I, it was kind of one of those things where you can do it on your own time. And I was up probably till one in the morning every night for a good three or four months, just kind of doing it again, just to like, and it's all new now there's new books, there's new content. So I wanted to like up the ante. Are you get supposed to, to get that. recertified after a certain yeah. amount of years? Yeah. Every okay, couple of years. Just, yeah. You, okay. have, you take a test again, just to keep and it going. But ACE, what's the name of it? Is it, it used to be like a, a certification or something? Is it there's still? a few of them. This one's precision nutrition and I love their program and what they stand for. Um, it's more about like just really trying to find the balance in life and not being too restricted, which is what I'm all about. Do you find yourself like trying to squash the things in your clients' heads the same way you always had to like all those like demons that you had. Like, you're just like, please trust me. Like, do you spend so much time like trying to do that with your clients? So much time. Like, because all of it's so mental, the the food portion. And it's, if you've had any type of disordered eating or or if you were an athlete, you know, it's, it's just a really tough, you know, thing to like, it's all up here. I say it's all in the mind. Right. And it's all how we navigate that. And yeah, a lot of my personal experience comes out in what I preach to my clients for sure. So we just started a new website completely. So I used to build our websites too, for the magazine. So I had that going for me and I just paid anyone to do it, which was wicked. And um, so nice to have, yeah, just did it all by myself. And people, so what is the name of your website? Is it your name? Yeah. It's just michellemcgratton.com. And then I've kind of did a rebrand. Um, my, my thing's called the Michelle method. So it's everything that I kind of preach and believe in. So I do one-on-one coaching. And my biggest thing too, is I love to do like recipes and, and convert, like, you know, if you're craving something, let's make it healthy. And, uh, and I still have my bar thing going, I'm involved in online. So I teach at the studio. I'm not an owner, but I am involved in the online portion of uh, of bar, which is cool. So I've got a lot of different ventures going on for sure. Um, a lot of cool contracts with different companies, like supplement companies again, which is funny because I'm like on the other side now, which is so cool. Um, but yeah, that's kind of cool too, because you can appreciate yeah. all of all of it because you've worked yeah, on the other side I've so done like, it oh, yeah 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 it's, yeah. Totally it's so cool yeah, yeah it's totally been good bridge. it's been a good year good year of growth for sure and uh with my clientele stuff like that and that's yeah. just been awesome and I'm proud of myself like I always say this I'm like yeah. it's okay you can like to say it like totally yeah but like it's right? okay to say it yeah but like I've yeah. told you yeah. before like it's so cool to like as like when we've been in the hockey journey and going through all like the stressful parts the yeah. fun parts like you know, the good ups and downs and stuff and to watch your friends in the hockey world come into their own when you finally get that chance. And like, you know, like we all, like when we get to find our passion and be in a city that we love and totally that, like, it's nice. It's so cool to watch your friends grow into that. It's been cool to watch you grow into that and get comfortable and gain, Mm -hmm. you know, gain a bit of yourself back. For sure. And again, you use the words, word passion. And I agree. Like you, you seem so happy too. Like, I, I don't know yeah. you well, but, um, yeah. I don't know, you just seem very happy where you are. And, and that mm-hmm. is, isn't that just number one, like 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Too many it's, times people just are feeling stuck or are not good about mm-hmm. themselves or whatever. Mm-hmm. And now you're just, you, you're doing what you love. You're contributing to so much like, yeah. you know, other people's health you, and yeah. you being happy is contributing to the happiness in your own household. Exactly. And, and I, I totally agree. Contagious. Yeah. It really, because, it truly is contagious. Yeah. And because yeah. it's easy for you, like it's easy for you because it is your passion. Like yeah. It, yeah. it just flows. Like, it's very it authentic. Always, it's it always has. It, yeah, it's always, yeah. It always has been. And that's the thing like I see and nothing against like people wanting to start new ventures, but it's like, I didn't just come on here like a year ago and start this. This has been my life from yeah. since I can yeah. remember. Right. So it's like, yeah. it's been such a big piece of me, uh, for a long, long time. So it's just so nice to be able to like give back. And, um, yeah. And then it just comes to a point too, where like people, you know, like, it's like, Oh, are you, did you going to hire somebody? Is that going to happen? And I'm just like, you know what? I'm just like, I'm, I'm going to not going to let anyone else dictate the way I want my business to grow. Like, and I mm-hmm. am a control freak completely. I will fully admit that. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> like it's good and bad. But right now I'm rolling and things right. are going really well. So why, why change a good thing? Well, I'm glad we got a chance yeah. to chat with you. Yeah. Yeah. It was awesome. Thanks guys. Got a lot going on. I love your, I love your passion. I love to hear it in your voice. Thanks. Get on your, on your face. No, it's cool. so good to chat. We know you're so busy, so we won't keep you much longer. Yeah. No. Yeah. Thanks guys. Stay well. Enjoy you that guys too. Get up. Yeah. Hopefully we'll see you at the stampede this summer. Oh God. Yes. Fingers crossed. Pray. I know. Pray. Fingers okay. crossed guys. Okay. Awesome. Take it. Bye. Bye. Thanks for hanging out. You've been listening to Our Hockey Life with Codette LaBarbera and Bridget Whitney. Join us next week when we get to introduce you to another great hockey friend. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Our Hockey Life and at Codette LaBarbera.